Our second scripture lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark. We have been with Jesus and his disciples on the way to Jerusalem with Jesus teaching his disciples along the way. He has been teaching them about what it means to be great, teaching about humility and service, that the first shall be last and the greatest shall be the one who reaches down to the least. And today, our disciples see someone else. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not following us. But Jesus said, do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly, I tell you, whoever gives a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, you have brought us here today. You speak your word to us at this moment. We open our hearts. We open our minds. We open to you. Heal us, each and every one of us, and may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. As I was preparing to write a particular story kept coming to my mind. And I tried to get it out of my mind because I thought, hmm, everybody knows that story. Come up with a different story. But God would not allow me to leave that story, and so here we are. And I'm wondering if you all have heard the story of the five blind men who come upon an elephant. You remember, they come upon an elephant as they are walking along, and one man reaches out, and he feels something flat. And he says to the others, my goodness, we have come upon a fan, a big fan. And another reaches out his hands, and he says, no, no, no. He reaches and he puts his arm around something big and strong. And he says, we have come upon the trunk of a tree. This is a tree. And the third man reaches out his hands and he feels the elephant's trunk. And he says, no, no, no. This is a big snake. And the fourth man reaches out his hands and he grabs tail. And he says, no, this is a rope. 
And the fifth man walks straight into the side of the elephant and puts his hands out and says, we have run into a wall. Now, of course, it's a parable about how wrong we can get it when we know only in part. But I wanted to fix it in my mind, overthinking it. I tried and tried to figure out a way that all of the blind men could figure out this was an elephant. And so then I thought, well, what if they all climbed on top? Then they'd all be going in the same direction. We are here with Jesus and the disciples, and Jesus has been trying to tell them, do not think of yourself as better than someone else, for it's not about that. You have to know that being great is to be the servant God is not thinking about who is better than the other. It is about humility and about bending down. And just then, James or John pipes up and says, Jesus, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. And we told him to stop using your name because he's not one of us. We go to Jesus University. We get to wear the t-shirt. Not him. We are actually following you, and we deserve to use your name. We are the real disciples, but he is a fake one. Jesus says, what? No, don't you see? That person is using my name for good, for healing. Now, in the ancient Near East, speaking or acting in a person's name was to appeal to that person's power and authority. And what could be more right than appeal to Jesus' name to heal and to Jesus' authority over demons and unclean spirits? Jesus has cast out dozens of unclean spirits. The unknown exorcist gets what Jesus is talking about. Just a few verses before we read this, the disciples were trying to heal a boy of an evil spirit, and they could not do it, even in Jesus' name. But this exorcist gets it. He gets that the name of Jesus is about freeing people from their demons, about healing and feeding and doing risky deeds of compassion. Whoever isn't against healing and compassion and casting out demons, whoever isn't against making people whole is for us. Whoever isn't against us is for us. And this is so different from how the world seems to operate these days, where we often hear it said, if you're not for us, you're against us. But Jesus says, 
not against me and what I'm about. You're for me. We're all in this together, Jesus says. And anyone who helps you because you are associated with my name, it doesn't matter if they go and bow down to Athena, they will not lose the reward. Such is the amazing power of Jesus' name. Still, I don't think that John is wrong to be concerned about how Jesus' name is being used. There are people I do not want using Jesus' name. I wish that people had not used Jesus' name to justify slavery or to burn witches. Previous generations of Americans gave the Native American people the choice, convert or die. And they did so in Jesus' name. I want people to stop using Jesus' name to keep women out of leadership in the church or other institutions or silence women's voices in other ways in the name of Jesus. Folks go to war, condemn gay people, denounce members of other faiths, tell others they are going to hell, all in Jesus' name. I don't think Jesus likes his name being used that way. We all know about our Christian history of excluding others from the salvation of God because they do not accept Jesus' name. Many of us were raised that way. Accept Jesus or you won't get into heaven and tell others about Jesus so that they can get into heaven. And we kind of wondered about all the people in all of the world who never heard about Jesus and how sad it would be if they didn't get to go to heaven. Of course, some of you were born into a world where it never occurred to you that God would condemn your friends who were not Christian. It'd be a lot. The scripture that gets quoted so often when we to exclude or we think that God is being exclusive in Jesus is Jesus says I am the way and the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me and it's always been interpreted to mean no one gets into heaven who doesn't believe in Jesus I think what Jesus meant I am the way When Moses asked God, what is your name, what did God say? God said, I am 
is my name. I am. Jesus is saying, I am is the way. God is the way. It is a way of life, a way of being, a way of seeing the world true to who God is. And Jesus shows us that that way, God's way, I am, is to love your enemies. It is to give away your spare coat. It is to share your food. It is to visit those in prison. It is the way of love and compassion. Love is God's way. The way of life, the way to life. Those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. Anyone who is not against us is for us. This past May, I attended an event called the Festival of Homiletics. Homiletics, preaching. This is a giant party for preachers. Imagine that. A giant party for preachers. And believe it or not, preachers come from all over the nation by the hundreds to listen to sermons, to get workshops on sermons, to talk about this person and how they interpret the Bible and that person. Oh my goodness, it is enough to make you believe in heaven. We had three different churches and all three had events at all the same time. You couldn't even pick which event you wanted to go to. It was here, it was there, it was everywhere. Michael Curry, fresh off the royal wedding, was there. This was the event to be at. And they had a gift shop, the bookstore, with all of these preachers' books. And there were necklaces of crosses and earrings from around the world, and there were books and robes and collars for women and men. And there were the people who come with the stoles. Now, this is a stole. You might think it's just for decoration, but this is a symbol of service. If you remember when Jesus washed the disciples' feet, he had a towel around his neck with which he dried their feet. When you get ordained and you put on the stole, you are accepting a life of service and humility. But it doesn't mean that that stole can't be beautiful. Now, I've been in ministry 26 years and I've got a lot of stoles. So I try my best not to be tempted. And I said, God, I am not buying another stole. I looked at all of these beautiful stoles. 
there were some mighty nice ones. And I said, no, Lord, I am not buying another stool until God showed me this one. And I said, God, really, please. And God said to me, Molly, you have to get that stole. This side of the stole is all the colors of the rainbow for all the kinds of people in the world. And this side of the stole is the different religions of the world. And up here, this is the Buddhist eight-spoke wheel for the Buddhist way of life. Again, a way of right meditation, right belief, right service, all about relieving suffering. One man reaching out. This symbol is the sacred circle of the First Nations or Native peoples. The circle is the circle of life. It is the circle of the smudge pot. These feathers are symbols for sacred prayer. This symbol comes from the Hindu religion, and it is the sacred sound Om. This sound is thought to contain all the unity of the universe. And so when it is said, there is a oneness of all that is present, in that sound. This, of course, is the star and sickle, and I have a special story about this. Last Sunday, when I went out to shake people's hands following the service, there was a man sitting on the bench by himself, and I went over to introduce myself, and he said, no, 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 I'm here for ESL. He said, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Muslim. And I had on this stool, and I picked it up, and I showed him the star and sickle. And I said, you are welcome here. It's okay, see? The Jewish star, the star of David, the two interlocking equilateral triangles, the triangle pointing down, God coming to humanity, triangle pointing up, humanity reaching to God, intertwined. The cross, sacrificial love, and resurrection. All ways of life. Of course, I had to say yes to God. I had to get it and wear it and put it on. 
this is what God has led me to believe. I keep thinking about the blind men and the elephant. And I keep praying. that we will all climb on top. And all get going the same way. Amen.